Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. Steve was fucking waiting for me to stop eating my protein bar before you hit record, Mike. I thought maybe... As if we have any sense of decorum... Right, but I thought maybe just as a courtesy to our devoted listeners that maybe hey, they didn't hear you masticating. Some a- people are into that, bro. That could be a, a- whole a- wing. AMSR, AMSR, is that what? ASMR. ASMR. Yeah, some people are into that. People are like, <laughs> oh, my wife just, she hates, she has like misophonia, dude. But <laughs> to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. This is an ASMR podcast, and I'm going to be crinkling trash for you today. Uh, that's definitely on the Patreon, dude. People do that shit. You're like wait, <laughs> you're like waiting to hit record. I'm like, man, that's a don't kink shame, bro. People are into that. <laughs> I don't want to listen to you chew. How's that? <laughs> okay, fine. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast. This this is a podcast, and this and this this is a podcast. It is a podcast. It's like however you say that. It's like this is a podcast, or this is a podcast. This is a podcast. This is a podcast. (laughs) Hey, look, we're two middle aged white dudes with microphones and an internet connection. Yeah, who both. I woke up an hour ago and it's noon on Mother's Day. <laughs> I'm 42. I took, really, I took a really lovely nap from like nine to ten. It was great. Are you? Does your internal clock just wake you up? Yes. You well, just, I have an internal clock. It's an external clock. It's shaped like a pug. <laughs> Who's napping peacefully beside me? But yeah, my internal clock is an external clock. That's actually a pug. <laughs> a pug dog. Yes. Wake the fuck up. She just barks at you. She starts she she starts barking. It's That's, time to it's time for breakfast. I need to eat, human. I don't have opposable thumbs. You have Pretty to give much. me the food. Yeah, I'm completely dependent on you. Um so get up. Yeah. <laughs> I uh <clears throat> I was up really late last night. Um, what were you doing? Well, Steve, I'll tell <laughs> you what I was doing. I was playing the new Legend of Zelda. Oh, I heard game. it's really good. Is, is it? Does it meet expectations? I heard it's great. Tears of the Kingdom. It's, Tears. I. <clears throat> I. St- okay, so here's a little fun story about this. Okay. I pre pre-ordered the game. Uh huh. Which I pre ordered the physical copy to come to my home from a certain gaming store <laughs> that I will never do again, not because they're bad, but just because it really didn't start shipping the shipping process until like a day before the game was supposed to be released. Yeah. So I wasn't going to get it on the day it released. It was going to come, it said oh. it was going to come on Monday. So I, oh. I was like, well, screw this. I'm going to go to Crete Walmart. And I bought a copy there. And then the my copy that I pre-ordered came the next day. So I have two copies right now. I'm just going to take the other one back. So is, very- is this is this a, uh, a uh, what's the Nintendo game? Switch. Is this a Switch game? This is game on, yeah, this is on the Switch. Oh, well, maybe I'll buy it from you. Sold. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, don't- I, I qualified that by saying maybe, but, you know. <laughs> if, if you want it, it's yours for yeah. whatever I paid for it. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll cut you a little deal. We'll see. Aww. It's unopened. It's brand new. It's sitting okay. right over there. I'm looking at it. Sure. I played for maybe a, an I, I, the first 30 minutes, like the opening sequence of the game, uh, worth worth the money. Okay. Literally 20 to 30 minutes into the game, which people log hundreds of hours on this these Zelda games. And apparently this one is freaking huge, even bigger than the last one. The map is... Uh, yeah, worth every penny. 
30 minutes so in. So I read a headline about it that said something to the effect of once in a while a video game comes along that will change your life. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you you think it's that good? Well, I I haven't really played it. I haven't played it long enough for it to really open all all the way up. Like I sure. just I just so I played a couple hours on Friday, played a few hours last night. I have not I just got to the out of the tutorial world oh, sure. where they cuz mm-hmm. they have a bunch of new mechanics in the game. And uh I just left that spot and shut it down. I was like, "Oh, it's 3 in the morning." <laughs> uh so but what I can say about it and I'll try to be spoiler free for those of you that are waiting to play it or or haven't played it yet. Um just simply I, okay, I was I was texting with past guest Armando McLean about this because the advertising of the game made it sound like, oh yeah, it's like really, you know, you do a lot of crafting and you put things together and it's fun and use your creativity and your curiosity. And they try to sell that. Like, you're going to say things like, huh, what if I tried this? And I was like, this is cheesy. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to do it the way I want to do it. And I'm just going to like play the game, play the outline game. Well, they have constructed the game. So there are a million ways you can do certain things, like however okay. the fuck you want, and you really do a lot. It really is uh, about your creativity. I mean, yeah, there's like a storyline, but you can like put shit together in ways that you, however you want. Like you can you can solve the puzzle however you. And so I literally last night was sitting there like, oh, what if I tried this? Like I said it out loud, just like the commercial. Wow. So, they are delivering on their promise. Long okay. story short, they're delivering on their. So it is like kind of. Well, I'm not. I'm going to say the phrase "new paradigm," but that may or may not be. It it is only that. <clears throat> well, it's kind of stealing from. I, I don't know that it's new, and I've never played the game, okay. but it's kind of stealing from Minecraft in a way where, like, oh, sure, you have a bunch of different abilities and a bunch of mm-hmm. different stuff um, stuff to build and put together well, I, I was kind of wondering about that because i've dabbled a little bit in minecraft and i'm vaguely aware of how that works it's freaking amazing mm-hmm. this okay. this game is freaking amazing ain't fucking it's fucking amazing steve wow yeah you heard it here first um it's it's then, really great okay so if you have one game chip for a switch can you play it in multiple does like each because, like, for example, I have two switches in my house. Oh, right. Yeah. You need to have two game cards so that both people can play it. They both have to be inserted into the device to play the game. At the same time, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, or you can download it digitally. It'll right. cost you the same. Right. Okay. But if you had I, mean, I was gonna say, if you had one game card and they were they played it at different times, they would have each have their own save data, so they would be their own Sure. Their own save points and their own story, their own progress would be saved on the on their switch itself. But yes, they couldn't both play it at the same time. Got it. Well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was So um how was uh Buddy Guy? Dude. Hard shit. So you don't have COVID. What? No, I don't mm-hmm. have COVID. Okay, yeah. No. No, I don't have COVID. Yeah, we Steve and I were supposed to have lunch this week, and we were was, supposed to have lunch. And you had a sober birthday, and fucking, I had a sober birthday, and I was sick. You were sick. Um, no, I don't have COVID, but I have some sort of whatever COVID evolved into. I think that's what I have. I mean, oh, it's gunk. Have you been? Have you been doing your own research, Joel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched this really obscure YouTube video with forty views, and I think I figured oh, it out. Oh my god! Oh well, good, good for you. Um, buddy guy was great. Buddy guy is 86 years old. Wow. And buddy guy holds court the way a blues legend should. And buddy guy gives zero fucks, about what you have to yell at him from the audience, your antics, there was some drunk guy that sort of waddled up to the stage. Really? In In the the Holland Holland center. Center? Yeah. 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 It was an unruly crowd. And I was really also, there was some sound issues. And so like, Buddy guy uh, realized that he was nearing the end of the show, and he was like, "Bye." Throughout, really? throughout about forty picks to the audience, waved a bunch and left. 
the band <laughs> just kind of finished the song. It was uh, the most rock. It was the most rock and roll shit I'd ever seen. Right on. That's I mean, awesome. He's, he's 86. Zero he, fucks. Zero fucks. He rips <laughs> like a motherfucker. Uh-huh. He's. I mean. I don't know that I, I guess I don't have a long history with his music. I don't know that he's the most he's not like the most technically proficient blues guitarist, right? Yeah, he, so he like taught like that's himself. Ever mattered. Right, yeah. He literally just it's like from his Well, he does a lot of he does a lot of hip gyrating for an eighty six year old man, which I appreciate. So it comes from his it, it's like comes from his loins and his heart uh-huh. right into the guitar. Yeah, good. That's the way it should be. It just rips. He just rips. Anyway, uh-huh. um, yeah, he <laughs> sounded great. It was, it was, yeah, it was great to see him in the Holland Center. He kind of turned. The, I mean, maybe that's it. He turned the Holland Center into a divey Chicago blues bar. That's the best thing he could have done. You know what I mean? Like, that's it was how you like, know he's. That's how you know he's one of the greats. Yeah, because everybody was like, there were people like. He he would stop. He just stopped the band on a dime and tell a story, and like <laughs> you didn't know where it was going, right? And, and I thought that it was like a, a a gag, like he was gonna pick the song, like he was playing "Take Me to the River," uh-huh. and he just stopped in the middle to "Take Me to the River," and he's like, "I'll come back, motherfuckers. Don't worry, I'll come back. I'll come back." He never came back to "Take Me to the River," <laughs> but I was like, I thought he was gonna, you know, and I was like, Oh, oh he just so great. He just like wanted to stop playing the show that. With "Take Me to a River." Yeah, like I thought he'd he'd wrap it all the way back yeah, up. Yeah, no, yeah. maybe he was gonna, but he got pissed yeah. at the sound guy and walked off. So it was really? like, yeah, That's so funny. it was wild. I'm 86 years old. I don't need this shit. I don't need this shit. And you guys, you guys are here worshiping me, I, right? I which has just got to be weird. It's just got to be weird. Yes, yes, that is super weird. He, yeah, he like his the first big- 50 years of my life weren't great we're not great i was not great i was raised in squalor yeah 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 yeah. and now here i am playing a bunch of white folk in the holland center it literally i think (laughs) i saw johnny the i saw johnny the jet rogers in the balcony right wow uh i i think johnny the jet rogers might have been the only person of color in that room besides buddy guy and some members of his band right that's not that's not true but it was yeah it was predominantly i mean he was just like and we were wealthy well to do yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) so there was this weird dynamic and he had he had like this like neon lit backdrop Uh it was like he was trying to make this very pristine you know white concert hall into a divey chicago bar and everybody was like well we can do this you know and he was like you guys are yeah no i mean he was great and he, he had a lot of fun sure but, but it he, was, knew it, he knew what it was. He knew what it was, and he, yeah. he also didn't care what it was. Right, hundred percent. Why would you? He's getting paid. That was the best. That was the best vibe, though, because it was like he was playing the shit, and he was he was he was holding court, and he would stop and start on a dime if he wanted to. He would tell a long story if he wanted to. He told this guy to shut the fuck up, who was trying <laughs> to like he was in the middle of the and some drunk guy was like, blah, blah, blah. and he was like. Man, y'all in Nebraska don't know how to shut your fucking mouth. You, you know, like he just—it was great. I'm sure there were some people that walked away, like, you know, I didn't really appreciate, appreciate it. Maybe, just play the song, play the, shut up and play the blues for me. As I'm driving <laughs> away in my Mercedes, you know, right, right, right. Um, uh, but that was that was the best. I, I mean, he sounded great, but that was the best part. Was his sort of. Oh yeah, I don't give a fuck. No fucks. Yeah. I already got paid. <laughs> yep. I already got paid. My band already got paid. We could just walk out of here. Yeah. And like <laughs> his, I saw, you know, on the touring, somebody in front of me was wearing the shirt from the tour and like, it's an insane tour schedule. Like, I don't really? know how anybody at 86 is doing this. It's insane. Well, if he's playing the Holland Center, that means that he's not driving the van and unloading the gear. That's true. Yeah, that's true. When we Still. saw when we saw Three Dog Night there last year, I mean Danny Hutton was eighty years old, yeah. And one of the other singer guys, I can't remember his name. I mean, he was okay, had to be mid seventies, and like uh, that, the other guy that afternoon slipped and fell in the tub and like broke his hip. Oh wow! But he still showed up. They wheeled him out in a wheelchair. He sang the show. 
Wow. So, I mean, I think there's still an element of the show must go on. It's like Willie Nelson. He's 90. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and last time I saw Willie, which I think was last summer. Was that last summer? Yeah. Pinewood. He mostly sat and talked Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and his son did a lot of the heavy lifting, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's the same kind of deal. It's like, you're just there to kiss the ring. Yeah. Yep. He, yeah. I I noticed that with Willie, like he, he had his guitar on him and he kind of. He He'd every once in a while play a little bit. Yeah, he'd strum in a little uh-huh. bit, sing along. Yeah, but, but his son was... sounds so much like him that it works. You know, oh totally. <laughs> but that's I. This is a long time ago, but L. Kent Wolgamont asked Willie when he was going to stop working, and uh, mm-hmm. Willie said, "I'm not working." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting this... high and traveling around, minute, man. Right, like... playing me like the minute this becomes work, I'm out. <laughs> it's there's like a, I'm doing... there's a lesson right there, man. Exactly. I just thought that was so funny. I'm not working. What are you nuts? I'm not yeah, working. Kinda. Yeah. You call so this I, work? Kind of I imagine it's kind of the same thing for Buddy Guy. Mm-hmm. He has people people taking care of his business. He's eating catered food. He had a tea guy. See? He had a guy off stage right. Uh-huh. That making tea had, for him. He, yeah. He had a polka dot, <laughs> polka dot coffee cup. Uh-huh. Or with tea. Uh-huh. God knows what it might not have been tea. It looked like tea. There was might have been a tea bag in it. And Willie would come or Willie Buddy would come over to the stage right, let his band sort of take take the song for a minute. Yeah, he'd, he'd take a sip of tea. The tea guy would run out, change it out. Tea, I don't no, know what's in that do. tea, but that's that's how you do that though. Yeah, man, that's when you know you've kind of got to the place that it's not really work. No, he has you a go out on stage guy. for 90 minutes and then you get back on the bus or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it was really cool. And like, uh, they made well, yeah. And the, I mean, I don't know what was going on with their vocals. He was not pleased with it, but the band sounded amazing in there and they, they turned it up for mm. them. Like he, yeah, it was loud. It was great. Hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I heard, uh, well, okay, so on uh, guess the year, the guy that's the which deep, you're like, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm doing well. You're doing well. I'm doing well. Yes. Um, they they put they put an NDA on you, didn't they? You can't talk about it. <laughs> it's not that formal, but uh, um, what was the point? Oh, sorry, I interrupted you on guess the year. You were talking about guess the year. Yeah, but what was the point? I don't know. You brought up guest oh, the year. Oh, the guy that's the guest curator for the show that'll drop tomorrow. His name is Michael, and I'm going to butcher this. Palace, 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 damn it. He's a YouTube guitar guy. Um. Oh, man. What's his name? You I'm did butcher now. it. You did tell us that. I mean, you know. Yeah. Paul, Paul Masano. Paul, Michael Paul Masano. He's a, he has a, a, I don't know how many YouTube followers he's got a lot, uh, 491,000. And wow. he also, ha- and he also has a, a website, uh, where he does a guitar, where he teaches guitar stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, he, yeah, he's a trip. And he's the guy I sent you those wing clips of. Yeah. Which were awesome, by the way. Isn't that great? Yeah. Um, and it's so cool to watch him just be blown away by Diener. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tra- <laughs> the transdermal celebration one. Uh-huh. He's like, you know, what the, how the, what is he? I did not see that coming. I know. And it's like, yeah, man, some, yeah. some real appreciation for the ween boys. Yeah, exactly. Musical from like a, proficient appreciation. For yeah. Uh-huh. But he, uh, so he got the short version of the story is He got to go to the dead's Cornell thing on the eighth. Oh, wow. Nice. At Barton hall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and in, in his recap of it, he complained that it wasn't loud enough. He's oh. like, the sound, the sound was great, but it was like, it wasn't loud enough. It's like, I could, just have a conversation with my buddy and it's like oh god that's sad but that's like that's like an indoor track right it could be oh it's a field house yeah barton hall is basically a dump they can make that really fucking loud in there they can make it very loud uncomfortably loud exactly and they just they did he i mean you want it to be you don't want it to be uncomfortable but you want it you want it to punch a little bit you know yeah and he said that it just wasn't which is kind of weird Maybe the it's on a university campus, right? Yeah, I was wondering if there was like a sound. Yeah, they're like, hey, this building might fall apart if you right. get above certain decibel levels. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe 
take it easy a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I listened to some of that. It was pretty good. It was good. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> that's, uh, <clears throat> that's, that's kind of all my main takeaway from Dead & Co. Now it's like, that was fine. That was good. It was good. Yeah, that, was, that was okay. It was all right. <laughs> Johnny Salami had some good fucking solos. Yeah, he plays the guitar. <laughs> that's the best shit you could ever say about john mayer yeah he, he plays pl- the guitar like he does he plays it very well i love it it's true wow he plays the guitar i mean that's right like yeah he plays the guitar yeah but but michael palmasano does uh you'll hear tomorrow a little bit of a spoiler um we got to talking about that because this we recorded the guest the year before he went to that. Oh, yeah. And we got into a little bit of a conversation about the fact that John Mayer does a few times a year, puts his pretty decent professional career completely on hold. Yeah. To go play somebody else's songs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And like that in and of itself is it's impressive it's something you know mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. the fact that john mayer who again he has his own thing well yeah he, the last tour he did it was just him like he right. it was a, it was no band on stage no band, no just nothing. him selling out fucking arenas with his right music. yeah and so like for him to take <laughs> three months out of the year four months to do this other thing mm-hmm. like that's a, that shows some commitment some interest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know because yeah. he doesn't need the dad you know yeah i i was he has his own thing it's also and maybe this is intuiting too much and also let me put a pin in john mayer my i was talking to my brother colin last night and he's like i really wish that your show was like a live call-in show because i'd love to call in sometimes and say <laughs> hey guys stop talking about the grateful dead no but this isn't and we're we're paying for this, so fuck you, Colin. We're right. gonna talk about it. <laughs> and fuck you, Matt. Matt Martinowski, we're gonna talk about John Mayer. We're gonna stuck John Mayer's life. We're gonna, stick, we're, we're gonna stick a pin in him. <laughs> that's that's all I got. Anyway, I also kind of thought <laughs> we're gonna keep going. Um, I also kind of thought that it's kind of an insurance. It's kind of he's putting down something. I mean, he's if he played it right, which he does, mm-hmm. he's got a, 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 a whole, he tapped into an entire rabid fan base that will love and hate him. Right. But I it's kind of, it's kind, it's kind of an insurance little bit, you know, policy on his fandom. But he also the, could be, you know, the next Vince Wilnick. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think he's, I mean, he's that's not. true. He's not gonna. Right. In 10 years, it. in 10 years, it'll just be that footnote. But he he found his way into the dead world where he can kind of like sit in with O'Teal and friends and it's oh yeah yeah 100%. You, you know what I mean yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah yeah he could fucking sit in with J Rad and it would be a huge deal if Tom Hamilton can set aside his ego to let John Mayer's ego on stage you know they're gonna need a bigger arena they're gonna need a bigger boat that's for damn sure so hold on a second call what would happen if Colin did call in and say hey you guys should just stop talking about the debt. And that's all he'd say, and then he'd have to hang up. And then we'd just be like, well, anyway, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Love you, Colin. Love you. Colin fucking came in strong yesterday with a surprise gift. He got me a, um, he got you a gift. He got me a gift on Mother's Day, which I really appreciate. Um, he got me a gift of, uh, the mad mad season on vinyl the band mad season from the 90s are you aware of this little super group nope mad season it was a weird little side project of lane staley from allison chains uh, mike mccready from pearl jam the lead guitarist from pearl jam mark lanigan from screaming trees and his own solo career and i forget the drummer's name and i'm very sorry but uh they had this like heavy sludgy not heavy and sludgy it was like weird it was like they they made their led zeppelin out like they made a led zeppelin album in my mind it was it's fucking incredible and he got me the the vinyl of it so hey joel can you stop talking about seattle grunge on the podcast hey go fuck yourself man i haven't gotten any sleep and i've been playing video games all night oh no 
allow me to take it easy on you. Yeah, it's been rough. Um, <laughs> did we leave a pin in John Mayer? Did we cover that? I don't know. What you said oh. you wanted to come back talk about John Mayer. I don't. No, I already did. I did it. Okay, I, fine. I figured out the pin. You. <clears throat> well, at um, least somebody did. So yeah, I, guess the year. It's great. I. I want to just say for anybody out there, and I'm going to continue to plug this. I actually was messaging with the guy that runs that show, Mike. and he's. Yeah, he said he'd come on our podcast. That would be so cool. Summer cools down, but uh-huh. um, the uh, it is. I just want to toot your hooter for a second. Aww. This is this shit is made for you. I and I right. don't know how you did on the most recent episode, and we can't. I did pretty good. It. And I know you. I know you can't. You signed an NDA, right? I but had a good time. That's how I'll put it. It's it's just a testament to like. Y- Rob Bell My, talked about Rob Bell talked about this on a, on, a, on a podcast recently, like why we like what we like. It, it is okay to like what you like, and you like the Grateful Dead so goddamn much, right? You're able to decipher between some mid year switch in some gear, you know, like well, Jerry was playing this through, and this sound guy was doing this thing in '75, and then in the middle of '75 they switched. It. It's like you knowing that shit is fucking awesome i think so it it doesn't matter to most of the world but it's like you staying the course of what you dig it's okay to like shit that you like you know what i mean it's it's so cool i mean it was just like i was i was on one of the most recent episodes like you going off and people like kind of being blown away by your knowledge i'm like i've known this fucking weird shit about steve for years and it's like (laughs) it's pretty cool that you fucking know the Grateful Dead the way you know the Grateful Dead. It's my time to shine, baby. It's it's a yeah, dude. It's fucking <laughs> cool. I could listen to you go off on that shit for well, you probably more than anybody have. I have. That's true. I, I have. mean, you more than anybody probably you. Sorry. <laughs> well, you have forced me to appreciate it. These guys already force anything. And force anything. No, you. It, I it no only the Grateful took like Dead a decade. The dead forced me to appreciate them. You forced me to appreciate your weird knowledge of them. Yes. <laughs> and yes. And, and that is a, te- and like the re Colin, don't call in. Um, well, you can call in. My phone number is, oh, he has it. Text. The, uh, the, the, the cool, like spiritual lesson of that is that. Uh, yeah. It's who you're, who, who fucking cares? Like, like right. what you like, you know, right. like I'm really, there was a let, time where I would your, be a sh- let your let your free f- flag fly. Yeah, careful. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, like me liking playing Zelda. Like right now, right. like that's it's fucking awesome and I love it. And it's like there was a time where you'd be like you'd be ashamed of certain things that you like. It's like fuck all that, dude. Right. Like, yeah. But it's cool, man. It's cool that you're doing well, so to speak. On yeah, it's show. fun. Like I, I, it's really, and it's what's really neat for me is that I'm not the only one. You know, and the thing right. that's been really gratifying is just kind of the because I've listened to all of them now and the the diversity of, of the contestants. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of 50 year old white guys, but there's also like 20 year olds and there's a guy that was in Spain, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and it's uh, and and there was a like a son playing his father. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. There are these two guys in Brooklyn. um that were one of them won um that were that are uh they're married and they're like um kind of pillars of the queer deadhead community nice yeah and they were so playing what, each other yeah nice uh-huh. that's ultimate like in-house bragging rights right there right to uh-huh. beat your partner and guess the year Ooh. yeah nice but i mean it's just so uh, it's kind of all over the place and that that part's really cool you know <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. Like, can I like can you, we're, can you talk a little everywhere. inside? Oh, sorry. Yeah, we are Yeah. I want I have an inside baseball question and, and I'm tired and caffeinated enough that I totally interrupted you. But That's fine. What's the question? How well can you hear the audio? Uh, okay. You- it's not it's not like if I was playing it on my computer, because it is over Zoom, but he mm-hmm. has like the high quality audio turned on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it's not perfect, but it's perfectly acceptable. 
Okay. Yeah. That's what I, I, I would get nervous that like you couldn't really hear it that clearly. Cause sometimes no, when it's you... fine. Okay. I mean, it obviously it's kind of up to the individual contestant to have a decent setup, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, that's kind of important. And and what helps me is I play the game on the same thing that I listen to a lot of music on. Mm-hmm. So I don't, mm-hmm. I'm already kind of attuned to it in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like I know what the bass is and kind of, just the sound of it is not unfamiliar. I'm not playing on some weird rig, you know, that I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that helps a lot. Yeah. Cause I feel like yeah, you, I mean, that, that's you need definitely... to have the, a good, you need to have good audio in order to really kind of pick up on the nuance that you're picking up on. hundred percent. It has to be high quality. It couldn't just be coming out of like a boom box or, you know, some shitty little radio. Mm-hmm. Cause that is also that factors into it is, um, ambiance mm-hmm. dynamics i mean that's all part mm-hmm. of the equation you know mm-hmm. so yeah that's all really important mm-hmm. if you want to play this game and win <laughs> well yeah it's like you are they playing is that is that a small little theater is it in a bigger concert hall yep. is it a fucking arena is it an right. outdoor arena like you want yeah, well, that's to- that's absolutely critical yeah mm-hmm. that's definitely part of it and you know it depends on who's curating the songs because some people want the last guy he played almost entirely audience recordings mm you know so like mm-hmm. that changes things a little bit mm-hmm. so yeah but that's uh i don't know it's just it's just, it's just it's like this i really do feel like oh my god it's finally happening <laughs> yeah dude it totally is <laughs> and and knowing you for as long as i've known you with this with this sort of specific topic about how the dead changed and evolved and their gear changed and evolved. Like I've heard you rattle yep. off about that before thinking yep. that, well, in order to be a deadhead, you have to know that shit. Like, no. you know, shit, you know, shit about the dead that a lot of people don't know. So this, this game is like really right at your heart center of hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's just, it's just exactly perfect. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad it found you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, we gotta thank. We, I gotta thank Jack Van Cleve, friend True. and past guest, because he's the one that turned me onto it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really hope that uh, for Mike's sake, the host, that this gets some traction. You know. Mm-hmm. That's how long I, is it, how long has it been going? Just since November. Oh we shit! We just finished this like one season. There's been 30 episodes. Wow. The one that we have in the can that releases tomorrow is the 30th one, and then he's done for the summer nice mm-hmm. which is cool you know maybe we ought to do that <laughs> oh yeah take some time off we could do that well we do it in smaller chunks that's true yeah we yeah we do <laughs> is he going on tour oh i don't know what he's doing i have no idea we've kind of i you know that i kind of well so i messaged him i'm like hey man so you always ask you know how do we get into the dead and stuff i'm like how did you get into the dead yeah like and i kind of was joking i'm like you know, I don't know. I didn't know Alex Trebek's bio, but I love Jeopardy. You know, right? Yeah. Like right. say, like whatever. You can be an enigma if you want. He's like, well, I grew up in Marion County, you know, surrounded mm. by the dead and family mm. and whatever, and now I live in Los Angeles. I'm like, oh, cool. That's that works. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he wrote back and said, yeah, maybe I ought to put a bio up somewhere. I'm not really sure where to do it. And I said, well, you know, you can keep it short for now. Save the in-depth interview for your save that for your GQ interview for when the dead become media darlings again. <laughs> <laughs> don't hold your breath. Save it for when save it for when you come on uh yeah TTBB be that's right yeah the really important stuff we want the real fucking scandalous scoop man right i don't know he seems mike's a really just kind of down to earth dude i don't know we'll <clears throat> be too super scandalous it doesn't sound like it you know like it's a simple it's a simple idea he keeps it simple yes and it's really enjoyable to listen to i i would i would be interested if anybody out there listening to us goes to listen to Steve's episodes of Guess the Year, which you should because it's great, it, they are amazing. Um, but even if you if, don't care, yeah, even if you don't like, even just if you from don't a know sociological, shit, you know, standpoint, like, what is yeah. it with these freaks? That's you, what I'm saying. Like, could yeah. you dig it even if you don't really dig the dead? Just as a trivia show. Because well, it's, it's interesting that and I mean, also, everybody gets to tell kind of their story. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all great. You know, yeah. there's some similarities, but, you know, recently, two of the last two people I've played with 
they mostly got into it during the pandemic. Yeah, I, I heard that. That was that was interesting. It's like, yeah, well, the pandemic caused me to kind of go in my hole and listen to old. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. So I love know. that you got to tell that story about um, your uh, oh my company my company commander company commander uh-huh. tripping balls uh-huh. lost it had to bail <laughs> had to bail but bailed and marched it, off like it, didn't just run like a maniac no nope, about about faced and marched off <laughs> in front of God and everybody <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm melting right now I need to march away pretty much well he knew he kept it together enough to know that he couldn't just run amazing yeah <laughs> and I don't know I have no idea where that dude is today I have no idea yeah it'd be cool to talk to him about that it would moment be cool if he remembers yeah. but yeah oh, that, sure like he remembers. I do like that they take the time to not just just treat it like pure competition, but to get to know everybody in a little way. And then you guys can have some connection. Like, how did you get into it or what are you into? Yeah, it doesn't seem vicious. It's not like it's it's not low stakes, but it's. I mean, yeah, we all have pride and ego at stake. Sure. You know, I mean, that's just human nature, but it's very much a friendly competition, you know? Right. Right. And it definitely like you feel that vibe. I mean, there's so much at stake. It's a gentleman's, it's a gentleman's race. hundred percent. Everybody likes the car they brought to the gentleman's race. You know, they're proud of it. They don't, but they also don't want to, don't want to wreck anybody else's car either. Right. It's, it's not a demolition derby here. No, it is not. Keep my, you know, I want to make sure David Letterman used to say, you know, this is an exhibition, not a competition. (laughs) Please no wagering. Yeah. (laughs) Although that would be fun to start betting on it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> any competition, I'm sure there's a degenerate gambler that would love to bet on that. 100%. Yeah. Speaking of, you been, have doing you been it. to the casino here yet? No, I drive by it all the time. Sometimes I take the route really? through Denton. Oh. Yeah, because the, the, the 77 to 33 to Crete kind of bums me out sometimes. So I like, yeah, to yeah. Take weird, I like to take weird gravel road routes. Sure. Anyway, so I'll drive by there and it looks like a casino right sprung out of nowhere it's not like towering you know sure uh vegas casino but yeah it's just it's weird yeah right i mean i don't yeah i don't have any desire to check it I, out yeah I'm, uh yeah me either i haven't been like oh my god we got to get out there because i don't care yeah i don't i don't, I don't yeah it does that yeah. doesn't that doesn't uh that doesn't toot my hooter gambling me either. I like to uh, play a little cards. I like to play a little poker every once in a while. But right, but I'm not like oh, I'm down sixty from last week with my friends in a garage, yeah, and I got to get back up. You know, right, like right, I know right. people like that. Mm-hmm. It's like how does yeah. that? I don't know. I every time I sit down to play cards with people, I go into it knowing the fifty bucks I'm putting down is I'm I I, I I I vision it in my mind being set on fire. Right. <laughs> right. You know, like this is right. already gone. This is the price. This is the, the, the ticket you're buying to have fun with your friends tonight. And anybody um, that's like, I want to, I'm out for blood and I want to take all my friends money. It's just weird. But I played with people yeah. like that. And it's like, I don't know, man. Right. I'll never forget. Went down <laughs> to Kansas city, went to worlds of fun with our old friend, Chris B mm-hmm. and his friend Katie. And we went down there to what were we doing oh we went to worlds of fun and then uh that night we were at i think katie's sister's townhouse somewhere in kansas city mm-hmm. and we kind of realized that it was early and we didn't have anything to do so we're, chris is like let's go to the casino down the road and we're like all right fine he wanted to play some blackjack or something and uh i mean katie'd never been in a casino she'd never gambled nothing so mm-hmm. she's like well I want to try this gambling thing. What's the easy one? Well, you know, slots. So she's like, fine. So she went and got a ten dollar roll of quarters, <laughs> pumped it, pumped it in the slot machine. She pulled the handle twice and lost it. Right. Yep. And she's like, "This is the stupidest thing ever." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kirsten's such like a an energy empath too. Like we've been. I don't know. We went and saw a show at the casino in Iowa. Horseshoe. Or horseshoe. <laughs> yeah, and walked through the floor. Huh? And she's like. Man, I'm getting a lot of bad vibes in here. I'm like, yeah, these are all people blowing their retirement here. Right. Like, yeah. That's when when I was still on the one of my last jobs from the last company I worked for was on the road 
going to small town banks. Um, the banker, this is, he was like this town in Southern Kansas. He's like, you should stay at the casino. We got a group rate. I'm like, all right, fine. Whatever. He's like, it's really nice. I'm like, great. So I, I drove to this casino. I can't remember the name. It was right in where Oklahoma, Missouri, and Kansas meet. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. I'd have to, maybe I'm getting that wrong. Whatever's like this, the parking lot, the amphitheater and the casino were all in different states. Oh, okay. Right. On. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, so, and they had this huge, like light tower. You could see it's like, a, it was like moths to a flame kind of thing. You could see it yes. from five miles away. Yes. And, um, and I get there, it's this kind of imposing building. It kind of looks nice, you know, but I'm like, I, I roll in there like, it's like four o'clock on a Thursday, you know, <laughs> and there's cars in the parking lot. And I go, <clears> dude, it was like, I had to walk through the casino, of course, to get to the front desk. And it was just death. Yeah. That's what I felt was just death. Mm-hmm. It was just horrible. I was like, this is fucking gross. And then I get, I get to the front desk and I got checked in and, uh, I mean, it looked nice. It looked kind of sort of look kind of like cheddars kind of looks luxurious <laughs> until you start looking at it closer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, You're like, this looks nice. You spend about 20 minutes there. And you're like, this, this place not. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so side note, I lovingly call cheddars fuckers. Yo, just I know. Of, you know, okay. yeah, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> the audience might know that. So I don't mean to discount your because I anyway. This is kind of so, and like, I go up to my room, and it was, I mean, it was pretty nice. It looked nice, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but there are these two um, Native American, like, warlords, basically, with the big mm-hmm. headdresses and stuff. In your room? So, yes. It was a it was a big picture. It was, like, probably five feet tall, six feet tall, based on the wall, like, overlooking the bed, and they're just standing there staring at me, and I'm like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. This is this is the revenge. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And oh. uh and what was really funny is what I really needed to do was get some work done, but I couldn't because the internet was so bad. It was just good enough. Like half a megasecond down. Mm-hmm. Just good enough that you could like log in but not actually do anything. Mm-hmm. Everything took forever to load. I'm like this is on purpose. Yeah, totally. Get downstairs, they, spend the money, dude. Right. What I would have been better. I literally would have had a better experience at the Super 8 down the road. Right. It was just awful. I had to walk. You had to walk like a half a mile to get your car. And then what was even, what was sad was all, as I came and went, because I was there for like four days, <clears> as <throat> I came and went, the number of people sleeping in their cars in the yeah. parking lot. Yeah. You know, and the cars were all just shit junk. You know, and and then yeah. you know somebody's partner, or whoever's in the casino, it was just awful. Ooh. It was disgusting. It was so gross on virtually every level. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's icky vibes, man. It was just. It was just. I felt. I was like, this is so, so wrong. Yeah. And yet here they are, all yeah. the people coming in, you know. Yeah, man. But you could still smoke in the casino. Yeah. So it's just just like everybody was just like gray. Not one person in there that wasn't working looked what could be considered healthy, you yeah. know. Yeah. And it, I mean there was lots of people in there. Sure. On like a Thursday. <laughs> right. At 3 p.m. Yeah. It, anyway, uh, I'm being, I'm not even being ju- judgmental. I'm just, it's like, it was just gross. Yeah. It's not judgment. It's not judgment. It's just like, this is not like, when you, when you, when you see, it depends on what you see. Cause I know I've been with people. I mean, obviously we, you know, go way back in our catalog of episodes. Jeremy Everly talks very, very oh, yeah. eloquently about process addiction and gambling. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of the, an expert in gambling. Addiction. He's not kind of, he is an expert. He, he is might the be, expert. He, he might be the expert actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, when you walk into a casino, there's the people that I mean, I've been with both where like with Kirsten, like she sees that side of it. And then you're with people that are like, just hear the bells and whistles, right. see Ding. the pretty lights. Uh-huh. Yeah. They don't see anything else. No, but it's party time. 
Yeah. That's right. I see possibility. <laughs> that's because all of the chimes are in the key of C, which is the happiest key. Yeah, I love I do weirdly love that. Like mm-hmm. like I'm really glad that at least they they tuned them all together so it's not just complete dissonance. Like no, it's very that's very intentional. It's the key uh-huh. of C, C major. I think it's what's it the Bellagio in in Vegas. I've been in there, and they like pump a scent throughout the oh, casino that I, is I, like it's like vanilla or something. They like yeah, yeah, yeah. literally pump a scent just out. to make you calm and feel good. Yeah, baby, smell it just feels good in here. It feels, it feels good. good. And everything feels um, like the lighting, like as a theater person, I noticed like the lighting feels like, feels like a sunny, sunny day. Feels like a sunny day in a room with no windows or clocks. And they're pumping vanilla and everything's in tune to the key of C. Yeah. Free drinks. Free. Yeah. Love it. Mm -hmm. Little Johnny's not going to college, but. (laughs) But we. We could win. This is the day we're going to win it all. That's right. It's all coming back, baby. Ugh. Fuck. <laughs> hey, you want to go to the boats? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, the last time I went, I went with our friend Chris and met up with a few people before the, cause we were going to play in the, the, the roundup golf tournament that next morning. Oh, uh-huh. we stayed the night there and you know, there was people that, People who shall remain nameless that you and I both know that love right. to gamble. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and it was more fun to like I threw in on a couple of things, right? I may have spent 40 bucks. Right. Um, they were spending a lot more than that and having a great time doing it, but I great was time. more entertained by their them <laughs> by their, you know, hormonal response to gambling. That was the show for me, you know. Right. So no, I don't want to go to the boats. Um, no, I don't fine. I burn money in other ways. I burn money on buying two copies of the same game. Okay. Sure. I understand concert tickets, concert tickets. That's what I burn money on. Yeah. Are you going to Boulder back to the dead? Um, I don't have tickets yet. Mm. I, uh, I, I don't know. I talked to some friends we make, I don't know. I don't know. I'm definitely going to yeah. go see J-Rad, I think. I need to oh, buy those. Yeah, you're going to be there anyway. Yeah, you need to get tickets for that. Red Rocks, but that's going to be insane. That's uh, that's in a few weeks. That's like... Yeah, you need to get cracking on that. June 3rd. I, I wonder if that's sold out yet. It's not when I checked yesterday, but... Best get cracking. Crack a lacking. Yeah. You don't want to miss that. No. I almost wish um, I was doing that instead of the dead at Boulder. I'm... I'm... I don't know. I may, I may just do that. I I, I think that's, it'll be, well, it'll be faster. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) We can count on that. It'll have a better tempo. Yep. The only thing it won't have is the beam. It won't have the beam. Yep. Um, I'm excited for the flaming lips. Are you going to go to the, see the lips at the steel house? Yeah, dude. I hear that place is pretty dope. I, I think it's basically the mission ballroom in Denver in Omaha. It, which we is a walked, good thing yeah it's looks like a cool place yep yep uh i don't know i probably should when is that i don't know, june 14th or something june 15th somewhere mm, in there. it's pretty close to uh lots of stuff going on in june i don't mm-hmm. know maybe we'll see mm-hmm. okay okay but who are you going with hey we can talk You're... offline about this go with my wife steve i'm not ashamed to admit it <laughs> hi kirsten um well, I don't, I'm not going to third wheel that. I mean, we're a good time if you want to. Just saying. Okay. We, well, we'll well, we may stay in Omaha so you can meet us there. Okay, fine. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to hear your your uh, guest the year episode drop tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow night. It's tomorrow a good time. Morning. It'll be up tomorrow morning. Okay. I think it drops like five in the morning or something. Well, will yeah. Steve defend his title or not? Check in on tune Guess in and the find year. out. Yeah, there's a lot at stake. Sweet, it's a big deal. I, w- yeah. I want you to spoil it all, but I won't ask you to do. Nope. It. All right, fine. Well, did Ooh. we do it? 
I think we did it. We did something. Uh, we did. I'm something. glad we did it. Happy Mother's Day, Mom, and hey, all the moms. Yeah, happy birthday to and to all the people for whom Mother's Day is is difficult for one reason or another. We see you, and yep, you know, yep, and all the people, all the people who couldn't be mothers choose not to be mothers. With the birth mothers out there, that's got a special place in my heart. Um, to Mother Earth, if I can get weird for a second, sure. You know? Um, to the mothering instinct in all of us, um, to having to mother ourselves sometimes, um, to nurturing, to nurturing your own needs, to nurturing others' needs, to being nurtured by others' goodness. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Right on. To your hooter. To your hooter. Damn it. <laughs>
hyi yhtä. Eikös noista 